You're listening to the Miscarriage Doula Podcast. I'm your host, Arden Cartret. This space is meant to be a tool for you to feel less alone and to learn more about how to get through what you've been through and what you're probably going through. We'll hear diverse stories from women and men in the online space, experts, and people just like you and me who are feeling the effects of miscarriage and loss in real time. This is the Miscarriage Doula Podcast. Before we get in today's episode, I really wanted to let you know about some of the offerings that we have over on the Miscarriage Doula. Starting in late July, early August, and late August, as late as August 25th, we have group support circles covering first trimester miscarriages, second trimester miscarriages, recurrent pregnancy loss, which we consider to be two or more miscarriages at any gestation. We also have a group for anyone going through IVF that has also experienced miscarriage. We have a group for couples, which is super limited access. There's only a couple of couples allowed in there. We also have a couple of different pregnancy after loss groups. All of our groups run for 12 weeks. They meet on the same day on a Zoom call. So you get to video chat with your new friends every single week. You have access to a WhatsApp group chat. That way you can stay in touch between the weekly calls. You also get exclusive content. And it's just nice to be around people who understand you, where there's no judgment. It's a safe place to talk about what you've been through and what you're going through and process in real time as you navigate this journey of life after miscarriage. So I wanted to let you know about those groups because they are starting really soon and a lot of them only have one or two seats left. I created a promo code for anybody who wants to join You can use the code podcast for 10% off. They have monthly payment plans or you can pay in full and the 10% goes for either one of those. You can visit the miscarriagedoula.co slash group dash support or visit the link in today's show description. In today's episode, I am basically going to play a talk that I did for an event called Feel Good Weekend. That's an infertility and loss community event that happened um, back in February. And the talk is about pregnancy after loss, how to be present and not completely paralyzed by fear, but also allowing fear in a little bit because you have to honor that fear. We can't just run from it. So I'm going to play you guys the talk that I did there. And for those of you who are pregnant after loss or preparing to be pregnant after loss, I hope that you will find this helpful and know that you're not alone because pregnancy after loss is by far the hardest thing that I went through. You know, following miscarriage, I thought that nothing could be difficult, but um, turns out that miscarriage affects a lot more than just the weeks as you recover. And I talk about that a lot where your journey is forever a miscarriage journey. And when you're pregnant after that grief doesn't go away, that fear doesn't go away. And so in this talk, I give some tips. I validate know all the things. So sit back and enjoy this talk that I did for Feel Good Weekend. Hi, Feel Good Weekend attendees. I'm Arden Cartret, a bereavement doula that focuses on miscarriage and life afterwards. A misconception about miscarriage in general is that it ends when you're no longer bleeding. But the truth is, 
miscarriage affects the many milestones, months, and years to come. One of the events following miscarriage that is affected by your past experience is being pregnant again after loss. For many women, the idea of being pregnant after experiencing loss is often terrifying, but still something that's desirable, especially to a point, right? If you are considering trying to conceive again or are currently pregnant after loss, you may be wondering, how can I be present in this pregnancy and not completely paralyzed by fear? The truth, it's not an easy task and there's no life hack that will make pregnancy easy breezy for you. But there is work that you can do within yourself to feel a little more put together in the hard moments. Let's discuss a few different recommendations that I give to my clients who are struggling with this. The first would be affirmations. And to be completely honest with you, I wasn't an affirmations type of person before my first miscarriage, but during the peak of my grief, I relied on certain affirmations, especially in pregnancy after loss. Whenever I was pregnant after my first loss and then pregnant for the third time, which gave me my earthside child, I used affirmations to help my mindset a little bit. And a few of the affirmations that got me through pregnancy after loss are different pregnancy, different outcome, being fearful of the past, repeating itself won't make history repeat itself. And lastly, my favorite, the one that gets my clients through pregnancy is simply today I am pregnant. Why I think that one is my favorite and, and why so many feel connected to it is because whenever you're pregnant after a loss, it's really hard to focus on the now. You know, you could be 13 weeks along and be thinking, I can't wait to be 20 weeks along or 24 weeks along or at the stage of giving birth and meeting my baby. But those events are so far in the future that we get a little panicked thinking, will they actually happen? So by reminding yourself that today I am pregnant and that is worthy of celebration, that is a huge milestone. And I deserve to feel proud that today I am pregnant because I don't know what tomorrow brings. It can be releasing of, of so much anxiety that you have in pregnancy after loss. So I think that that's why a lot of people feel connected to the affirmation today I am pregnant. I know that's why I felt connected to it. And so speaking with you today, I definitely wanted to mention it in case you would find that helpful. Another strategy, I guess, or technique, if you will, is a grounding technique. Uh, there are many different grounding techniques to abide by, but with pregnancy after loss, there are two examples that I can share with you to help you find a technique that works best for you. One is using something physical that basically reminds you that your pregnancy is real, that your baby is alive, and that you are pregnant. Kind of goes back to the today I am pregnant affirmation. You know, in a moment of straight panic, we need to focus on the now. So this physical object can be an ultrasound photo from a recent scan or using something like an at-home fetal Doppler to hear your baby's heartbeat. Of course, it depends on what you're comfortable with having in your home. 
Ideally, looking at the ultrasound photo would remind you that they exist, they are real, and they are alive. You can only go off of the information that you have, right? If you're comfortable using an at-home fetal Doppler, by using the Doppler, if you're comfortable again, you can get daily or weekly reassurance between appointments in the second trimester until you begin to feel fetal movement, which I always feel like is a game changer in pregnancy after loss. Another could be an in-the-moment grounding technique where you literally take a moment, you focus on your breath, and, and some people you know, will put their hand on their chest. You'll see that recommended a lot. Um, on different websites, maybe in therapy techniques. And so by taking a moment, maybe putting your hand here, focusing on your breathing, look around the room that you're in and find something that's a constant in the room, like a painting on the wall, a scarf hanging on the chair. Um, even if it's your TV on the TV stand, whatever is something that is there and not currently moving focus on it, take some time and, and place yourself in your room and say, I am safe, I am pregnant, and just continue to breathe. I know if you aren't into therapy and things like that, this might sound really, really silly, but grounding techniques are helpful in moments of panic or extreme fear. They help you recognize what's around you, that you aren't in a past moment where you were maybe miscarrying and that you are currently pregnant, you are safe. Everything is okay. Many mindset coaches or mental health professionals use grounding techniques for panic attacks and major anxiety in clients. But these examples are specifically for pregnancy after loss. And um, I've personally used them. Again, I'm not, I'm not huge on some of the practices and they still were so helpful to me specifically whenever I was pregnant. So another way to cope with pregnancy after loss without just completely losing it, I love journaling. Um, I always find writing to be really helpful. You know, take these, take these different recommendations and find what works for you. When someone suggests journaling as a form of release from anxiety or from stress, it's not necessarily the dear diary type of journaling. You know, like you write down and you say, dear diary, today I had this to eat and did this. It doesn't always have to look like that. I like to suggest either following prompts to get you started or simply sit down, write down anything that you're thinking. Literally the anxious thought that's driving you nuts, put it on paper because it gets it out of your mind and onto paper where you can see it. And sometimes seeing it, you can kind of give yourself advice like you would a friend, or you can, I don't know, talk yourself down from that moment. Journaling doesn't have to be pretty or perfect. And I say this as somebody who likes to have the perfect handwriting and color code things and, and all of that fun stuff. But with journaling, it's meant to help get thoughts out of your mind and onto paper where the pressure is off of you. Another thing that I recommend to clients is open communication with your partner, your medical team, friends, family. It's all really important while you're pregnant following a loss or multiple losses. And I understand that not everybody has a village. Trust me, I get that. So find yours, whether it's friends, internet friends, which is why we're all here today, right? 
and especially with your partner, um, use this as a way to connect with them. And sometimes journaling and communication with your partner can go hand in hand. I know I like to recommend my clients do some journaling prompts and then have their partner do the same prompt and maybe go over your answers if you're comfortable doing so. That usually can help conversation flow, which improves your communication. Whether your communication is in the form of setting boundaries or having those really hard conversations like we just talked about, communicating with your partner is especially helpful because they can help understand why you're anxious about milestones instead of maybe feeling excited and they can help back you up with boundaries or know what's triggering. Another thing I want to mention with being pregnant after loss is be patient with yourself. When a lost mom is pregnant again and that pregnancy continues to progress, the fear lessens as you get further along in a lot of cases, but it's never really non-existent. It's because of this fear that the lost mom may not want to make purchases, plans, or discuss bringing home a baby. Not everyone struggles with this, but some do, and it's valid, especially after loss, grief, and trauma. With that being said, in moments of a fear of making purchases and plans, give yourself grace and remember that it's okay if you wait until last minute. The only thing that you need by the time the baby is born is the necessities, like a safe place to sleep, maybe even just one item of clothing, diapers and wipes, you know, the necessities. The rest can be purchased later. Amazon Prime exists for this exact reason. It can be taken care of later. So if this is a big stressor for you in your pregnancy, give yourself grace. To go along with my last point, another thing that I tell lost moms, especially who are nervous about making purchases, is if you find it triggering to have purchases around or making them at all, designate a room or a closet in your house, something with a door that's not easily visible unless you choose to look there and put all the baby's items there until you're ready to face them. You can also designate a family member to keep things at their house and kind of go that route. Lastly, the main point that I want to make is when you're pregnant after loss and struggling to cope, dealing with anxiety or feel paralyzed by fear, it's important to remember that every day is worth celebrating in some way. Because of your experience with loss, you know what's at stake and you know that that loss makes it really difficult to enjoy pregnancy. So instead of enjoying pregnancy or having the expectation on yourself to blissfully enjoy pregnancy, simply survive pregnancy and change the goal to making it to the end with a healthy living child and take it one day at a time. I know that people say that. I know it's really hard. It's easier said than done, but practice just getting through today. And at the end of every day, say to yourself, today, I'm still pregnant. Today, my baby is still alive. And that's really worthy of celebration. Thank you for taking the time out of your weekend to join this incredible event, but also to listen to me talk to you about pregnancy after loss.
If you're currently pregnant after loss, or even if you are watching this in anticipation that you're going to be pregnant after loss soon, I wish you all the best. For those who, you know, are just wanting to know if they're alone in those thoughts of being so afraid of pregnancy after loss, I hope that this shows you that you are not alone whatsoever. Again, I'm Arden Cartrett from a resource and company called The Miscarriage Doula, where I help women navigate miscarriage, grief, and life after, like pregnancy. You can learn more about me at themiscarriagedoula.co. I hope you guys enjoy your weekend and all of the incredible speakers. Talk to you soon.